left side ball up and caught. Is it inbounds? Yes! Touchdown Titans! Jonu Smith tips it to himself! What a play! Fumbles, ball is loose, there's a fight for it. Titan ball! Casey got it out! And Big Jeff at the bottom of the pile starts wrestling a raven and he wins! Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Titans Beat after a great victory on Monday Night Football. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to preview the Kansas City Chiefs coming to town on Sunday afternoon. So today I've got I've got the whole crew back. Joe Lemming is here. Albert Hainsworth is here. And we even have a special guest, Garrett Williams, here from the Kingdom Says podcast to talk a little bit of uh, a Chiefs and Titans matchups and just see, you know, what what we can expect on Sunday. So how are you guys doing? Doing great. Excellent. Awesome. awesome. Glad to hear it, guys. Well, let's just jump right in. Um, Garrett, I know you've probably been keeping up a little bit with the Titans. We've been keeping up with the Chiefs as AFC. I, I would say we're getting to the point that we could say we're rivals now. Um, we're getting on that level where it's a it's a fair shakeup every time that we match up. So um, you never know. I mean, people assume which way it's going to go, but I think both teams make it an interesting fight. So um, talk to us about your impression of the Titans so far. We're four and two. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll hop in and let you know what we think about the Chiefs. <laughs> Yeah, well, first off, the rivalry is definitely real. And I think you guys have won, like, the last three regular season matchups. So, I mean, kudos yeah. to y'all. Uh, we beat you guys in the playoffs, obviously, in 2019 to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so that's just, We'll talk about know, it. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. But, um, yeah, the Titans, they look pretty good this year, honestly, besides the, uh, the one loss to the Jets, which was kind of tough. Um, but otherwise, I mean, you guys looked pretty much like you kind of have expected to look. Uh, Derrick Henry's... Obviously, you're going to have another 2,000-yard season probably because he's just a beast. Um, and, I mean, your defense has been pretty good. Your your receivers have been uh, up and down, injured and all that. But, honestly, A.J. Uh, AJ Brown's looking good. Julio Jones is still Julio Jones, so that's great for y'all. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you're sure. definitely a formidable team. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the matchup because I think um... – I think this year we probably match up a little bit more equally, especially I don't know what it is that's going on on the defensive side of the ball for you guys, but we'll get into that later. But I do think that it's going to be interesting to see if our receivers can get rolling and um, and if they can, what does that mean for Derrick Henry in the run game? Um, speaking of Julio Jones, what did y'all think about that catch on Monday night? I just want to relive that moment over and over and over again. That was so cool. Joe, were you freaking out in the stands? No, that was that was definitely an awesome catch. That's classic vintage uh, Julio Jones toe tapping. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Albert, did you catch that one? Oh yeah, yeah, that was a great. Oh yeah, great play. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, yeah. I was watching it live. As soon as I saw it get tipped up, and I was like, "Is that number two? Oh, that's probably yeah, it's a catch. Obviously, it's a catch. Like, <laughs> I had no doubt as soon as I saw it, it was Julio. Yeah, I think it's been really fun to watch um, him get more comfortable in our system and uh, and really start meshing with Ryan Tannehill and some of the other guys and um, and really come into his own. Because I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to take some time. I think most people that watch football expected it to take a few weeks. But to see him come back off of a uh, quote-unquote hamstring injury, which I don't know if you saw those interviews, but that was hilarious. I have no idea what was going on there. But um, it, it's been fun to see him be Julio Jones because I'll – I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous he wouldn't be. So um, so what if you had to pick maybe two players on the offensive side of the ball and two players on the defensive side of the ball that you've got your eye on, who are they and why? 
Uh, well, obviously, Derrick Henry is going to be one, uh, just because I'm still not sure what we're going to do to tackle the guy. We've had problems tackling people right. all season, so Derrick Henry is obviously going to be a big one. And then probably, I mean, Julio Jones, it's going to be interesting just to see how he matches up uh, with our cornerbacks, because we've got some young guys who are, uh, you know, they're they're talented, they're just young, and Julio is obviously super experienced, so... Those are, in my eyes, are the two game records. I'm not sure. AJ is AJ Brown going for this game? I believe so. They haven't officially ruled him in or out yet. Yeah, so that that'll be a question mark. But I'd probably expect Julio to be a main focal point. And then uh, on defense, obviously, y'all have Big Jeff. Uh, I love him, so uh, he's gonna be someone to look out for. And then um, I'm sure to see what your cornerbacks, just all the cornerbacks, kind of do versus our, our speed that we have on on offense. Um, I know you guys, you have some younger guys in there. I know you just lost uh, uh, one of your draft picks, I believe. Uh, I yeah, forget. Caleb Farley to an ACL. Yeah, so that's tough. So it's going to be interesting to see who steps up for him, obviously going up against Tyreek and Cole Hardman, uh, some very speed, speedy guys out there. Yeah, it's definitely not a, a small feat, especially for the first matchup without Caleb Farley. It's been a roller coaster with him. Um, Albert, I want to get your thoughts on stopping – a running back like Derrick Henry. I mean, what do you guys do up front if you had to put yourself in in a uh, in the defensive player's shoes that's playing him today? Um, how do you how do you prep for that, and what do you expect um, where you're going up against somebody that is on track to hit? I think he's on track to hit 2,200 yards this year if he keeps going at this pace. It's absolutely insane. Uh, what we do to hit? I mean, that's the first thing. I mean, if I was playing against the Titans, obviously that's the first thing you got to stop. If you can stop the run you can beat the Titans. So, <clears throat> I mean, not not taking away from from uh, Tannehill, you know, Joe's um, number one favorite star <laughs> in his eyes. Um, but, you know, uh, and, and AJ and, and Julio, I mean, but if you stop Derrick Henry and make them a passing team, a strictly a passing team, and you hold your own, you can win the game. So, really, just putting um, – I don't know, have a guy maybe like more like spine. So you have like really seven in the box, maybe eight possibly, you know, with a spy. And, I mean, you could stop them. You just got to hit them. You got to plug it up. You can't let them start running downhill. If you start making them run sideways, it would be hard for him to turn that body, turn that body to get to run downhill. And that's, that's where he kills folks. Like you look at the big run, um, you know, last week, like, you know, he didn't make any cuts. It was just straight downhill, and that was what seventy something yards, you know, to, to oh, seventy six. Yeah. So, like, literally, if you can make him just kind of run sideways and not be able to go downhill, then you got a chance. Like, I don't really understand why the Titans' uh, offensive coordinator keeps calling like sweeps and stuff like that for him. Like, just let that big body run downhill between the tackles, you know, a little bit outside maybe. And it'll be good. I mean, you're going to win. Like, but, I, you know, honestly, I don't like them using him as much as they do because I think it's going to wear him out. It's going to shorten his career. Yeah, I. it makes me nervous, too. It's a double-edged sword because it's like we have this window of opportunity. He is that offense. I mean, not to take any – like you said, not to take any credit away from Julio, AJ, or Ryan and what they got going on. I think they have looked really solid as well. Um, Ryan, not so much. On, he had a rough start Monday night, but I think he got in his groove. I think he was 
I honestly think the pressure of having such talented pieces on the offense might be getting to him. And Joe, I definitely want to get your thoughts on that because um, I was frustrated for a little bit on Monday night. But um, definitely want to keep Derek fresh for a long time. But he did only have 20 carries on Monday night and still was able to make that big impact. And a lot of it is because, of course, that one run. Um, but I think the same way. But at the same time, I don't know what he does in the offseason. I don't know what the details of his – you know, rest and recovery, all the training he does, but he must really be taking care of himself to be able to go and do what he does on Sundays or Monday nights or whatever, and then be able to go back and do it again and again and again and again and not be hurt. I mean, sometimes when he goes down and he stays down for a little bit, I get so nervous, but then I just trust. I'm like, you know what? We've seen him do this for three years now. He, he gets hit all the time, but he takes such good care of his body. So far, it's working. So, um, Joe. Tell me, tell me what you're thinking about Sunday um, when you're looking at our offense matching up against Kansas City's defense. Yeah, um, you know, I think that this is really going to be who makes the least mistakes this week. It's not going to be a low-scoring affair, of course. It's going to be can you force Patrick Mahomes to make a bad decision or can you force Ryan Tannehill to make a bad decision because I don't see either of these defenses making too many stops this week especially with, you know, the narrative going around, obviously, that Kansas City's got the 27th-ranked rush defense. So they're going to see a heavy dose of Derrick Henry. And then uh, you should still see A.J. Brown out there. I know he's still fighting his food poisoning from Chipotle. Uh, so I expect that he'll be he'll be good to go. And uh, right, Julio, I'm still uh, more worried if Julio's going to suit up or not because apparently he has re-aggravated his hamstring injury. But he did return to practice on Thursday, so uh, going to be interesting to track to see how he uh, shapes up going towards Sunday. But so let's talk about that for a minute. And Garrett, I know this isn't super relevant to you, but I, Joe, I know you saw it last week where um, <clears throat> I don't remember who asked Julio in his interview the day that Julio, AJ, and Coach Rabel all talked. I think it was Friday, um, and they said, "How's your hamstring doing?" And Julio was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I The way that the, the Titans, and this has been for years, the Titans have never, especially since we've had variable, they don't give you any information about a player's injury. They're just not going to do it. And they coach their players not to say anything when they go and talk to the media. So it's just... Right. I, Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's, <laughs> it's influences from New England. It's all it is. So I, they wouldn't be holding them out of the game, especially... Monday night, they pulled him out in the fourth quarter, I think. I think Julio right. got pulled out midway through. You don't pull out yeah. Julio Jones in a game like that unless there's reason to. There's no reason right. to look too into it. He might have re-aggravated his hamstring. It is what it is. Yeah, okay. I just want to get your thoughts on that because I thought the same thing. But when that interview came out, I was like, mm. it was either, Julio, that was Julio's coy way of playing like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not telling you. Or it was a complete miscommunication on the back end on the Titans yeah. part. So I didn't know which you thought it was. Um, that's why I wanted to ask. And Julio seems to be battling some type of hamstring injury every year. And yeah. he sits out practice. He's a veteran. He doesn't Like, for chemistry purposes, yeah, he needs to practice to keep gelling with his offense. But he's proven time and time again he doesn't need to practice to go out and perform on Sunday. So practice. if that's what he needs to do, then let him do it. <laughs> We're talking about practice, not practice. a game. <laughs> practice. 
So, okay, guys, let's let's switch real quick to talk about um, Kansas City's offense matching up against our defense. And I'm like, why? I'm nervous because of our secondary issues. I think um, what everybody recognized Monday night, and it was cool that it happened on a Monday night game, was that our front seven came to play. And our front seven took a little bit of time to gel because there were so many new pieces. But I think when you look at Danico Autry, when you look at Bud Dupree, when you look at Jeffrey Simmons, Sierra Tart, Harold Landry, like those Rashawn Evans had himself a game. I mean, it, they just looked really, really good um, and created a lot of opportunities for KB, for Caleb Farley, for um, Elijah Molden and some of those other guys. Like our front seven is what made that game what it was. But I don't know how I feel about our um, our secondary matching up against some of those guys Garrett was mentioning earlier. Um, that that makes me nervous. I, it does me too, to be honest. Like I don't want the Titans to write to write the Chiefs' ship. You know, you don't want Patrick Mahomes to to start being the old Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like like you just don't want that, and and and, and that's what could happen. Literally, because our, our DBs uh, just I – man, our whole defensive scheme, you know how I feel about it. It's just it's awful. And, and we're leaving our DBs out there to, you know, out there on the island because we're not really getting as much pass rush as we should because of the way they have Big Jeff and everybody else playing. Like, Jeff should be having – like right now, Jeff should have probably three or four sacks for this season – instead of one and a half, you know, but I mean, but yeah. that's why they handcuff him uh, that way. I mean, he should, should not have to be opening up for linebackers. Like they should be, a, it should be an equal role. If you're going to blitz a linebacker, you know, like blitz a stand up in um, linebacker type. So, I mean, they just got to, to me, they need to, I know it's not going to happen this year or probably ever, even since Jim Schwartz is there. Um, going to ever change that, that defense a scheme, but that's what they need to do. I mean, that's the only way they can help their DBs is by now, by getting pressure on the quarterback. Yeah. Without having well, to I would blitz. love to see – right. Well, I would love to see – well, I'd lo- it's hard because I definitely want to see us apply more pressure and, like, call more exotic blitzes and things like that because that shakes it up enough to keep somebody on their toes. You don't want to but blitz. we haven't. You leave them hanging out. You leave them in your DBs hanging right, out. Right, right. We don't have DBs to back that up. We don't. We don't have guys getting there fast enough to really trust them to do that. Ideally, what I would like to see us is back in a true four-three. Um, I think that fits the guys that we have a lot better. But um, you know, they don't pay me the big bucks to make those decisions, so I just sit here and and complain about it on my podcast. <laughs> but I think, right. especially Jeff, would look a lot better in a four-three. I mean, he looks good now. But him in a three tech would be easy. We don't need to talk personal stuff here. Anna. Chill, Albert. I'm t- Nobody asked for this. We're talking about football. Are we? Let me live. <laughs> <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> Joe, help. Um, but, <laughs> but no, like really, I, I would like to see us in a four three. Right now, we kind of play that hybrid where it, it depends on what we're showing. I, I don't like that. Um, I think it leaves us vulnerable a lot of the time. There so, we. Garrett. When you look at the Titans defense, what are you – I know you said, you know, you, you're interested to see what the secondary does. I think we all are, especially because we don't know who's going to be out there. Greg Maven got signed this week. He used to play here. Um, you know, not really a name that a lot of us know too well because he didn't do a lot 
you know? So it's, um, it's not a dig on him. It's just, it's not like we're bringing in a Stefan Gilmore or something like that. Like we're bringing in guys that kind of know the system and are just coming back that used to be on a practice squad. It's nerve wracking. And then you mentioned Jeff as well, but, but what are you, what do you anticipate your offense being very successful at? Um, I, I would assume passing, but I just want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, the passing is going to be huge. Um, I'll let you guys in on a secret. Do not blitz Patrick Mahomes. That's a bad idea. If, if, if nope, that's part of your don't do game that. plan, you don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> the way to kind of beat the Chiefs and the way that you guys could beat the Chiefs uh, is kind of following the Bills model, which is getting pressure with your front four and making Patrick just like discomfortable in the pocket. Um, that's like the biggest thing. Uh, our offensive line has looked really good this year, though. We've got a lot of we've got five new starters. Well, actually, we've got four new starters now at this point because we have went back to our old right tackle, Mike Remmers, uh, who just adds a little more veteran experience to the line. So overall, uh, I'm really excited, though, just to see Jeffrey Simmons match up with our interior defensive line. We have uh, PFF's graded number one center in the league right now, Creed Humphrey, who's a rookie, and also Trey Smith, yeah. who is dominant as hell as a sixth-round pick. He is uh, he is a monster. And then we have a veteran like Joe Tooney, um, our, mm -hmm. our our offensive line is really fun to watch this year. And so obviously yeah. you guys have a really strong defensive line. So that's going to be a huge battle, but um, it's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot of quick throws. I'm guessing on, on uh, you guys. A lot of screens. DBs. Yeah. A lot of screens, a lot of tricky stuff, just because you, know, you guys have, you know, that little experience in the secondary. And uh, I expect us to use our speed to our advantage. I expect Josh Gordon to get a lot more reps who we signed a couple weeks ago. Um, it's just cause you know, the inexperienced factor, he might have a good game. Um, but ultimately, yeah, it's just, it's going to come down to if the tight can get pressure with their front four or front, you know, three or whatever you guys run. Uh, but you know, you gotta get pressure without blitzing. Cause as soon as you start dropping yeah. guys like Andy Reed, Eric, Bianchi, they will exploit that. Yeah. All day. That, that's the one team I wouldn't want to blitz a lot against is because of that. You guys have a great coaching staff and Patrick Mahomes is, a, he, I mean, he's just excellent. So um, it's definitely, you, I don't like y'all, but you're fun to watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will say that. But I just um, I signed, I signed Josh Gordon in mean, the receiver that kept throwing the drug test and all that stuff. Yep. Yep. That I, is thought, him. I thought he got banned from the league. Only left. Yeah. No, he got uh, reinstated, and actually, uh, yeah, he's he's good to go now. I think because they stopped testing for that stuff. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. good yeah. for him. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing about him is that, like, he had he was a, such a top quality receiver, and he doesn't have as much wear and tear on his body. Like, he hasn't he's been right. in the league for a long time, but he's not played a lot of games. So it's right. kind of one right. of those things where I mean, especially. Nice. Yeah, we had to we had to get a couple weeks maybe to get him up to to full NFL game speed. But I mean, if if he was keeping himself healthy in the off season, which he was, like he could be a really valuable weapon for us. Yeah, for oh, sure. yeah. I mean, that might be the most yeah. valuable pickup in the NFL so far. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And Garrett, I was gonna say when you mentioned Trey Smith, we in Tennessee know all about Trey Smith because. Oh, yeah. Our coach went and, you know, did one-on-one -on -one workouts with him and stuff. And especially him being a Tennessee boy, I thought we would try to go pick him up. And he's looked great. I'm Trey so Smith. salty. Trey Smith a is steal. so awesome. A complete steal at the sixth round. A complete when steal. Absolutely. Freshman, when I saw him as a freshman, I was like, this kid's, you know, first round by far, maybe top ten or something like that. And then, of course, with the whole, you know, uh, blood clots and, and things like that dropped his score. Right. That's a perfect steal. You guys are going to have an all-pro guard. 
No, yeah, we're so yeah. happy to have him. He's uh, like just his attitude and performance. Like he finishes plays. It's so fun to watch his film because yeah. he will literally just finish guys like to the whistle and beyond. Just get them in the dirt. Yeah. Make sure he gets the pancake. Uh, he's my next jersey yeah. purchase, by the way. Just if uh, awesome. next year. like he is definitely because I love the guy so much and he's such a great dude off the field too. Had a yeah. a rookie uh, event that we hosted this past week where he was uh, talking with some and, and interacting with some kids and stuff. He's just. Overall, he's just such a great dude. It's, he really is a skill. Yeah. Now, you guys made a great decision there. And again, still salty because all the radio stations here, all the podcasts here, we're talking about, you know, the Titans need to grab him, especially with Isaiah Wilson last year being such a bust for us. Um, hope, you know, he's gotten the help he needs and is doing well. But, um, you know, we, we used a first round pick on him and we're very, our offensive line is getting old. And it, you know, with Taylor Luan going out this last week the way he did, I mean, it's just, like we've got to build some depth there. So to leave him on the table for as long as he was on the yeah. table, it was very, very frustrating. Is but Taylor Dewan is what it is. Is Taylor Dewan is he gonna be good for this game? What's his status? I uh, don't think so. Yeah, he's uh, Joe, still do you know? protocol. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. That was yeah, scary. Yeah. If that we was had a full very week, scary. I think there might be an outside shot that he plays, but because it happened on a Monday night, I just right. I don't think there's enough time in the week for him to clear concussion protocols to to play on Sunday. And honestly, yes. I don't want him to like the way that looked, I wouldn't want him to play six days later. That was tough. I, I know really he would want to. One. Yeah. Um, that, that was scary. I mean, I've never, first of all, it's been a very long time since I've been to Nissan and a game be as electric as it was Monday night. And then for it to be completely silent for probably three or four minutes. I mean, it was, that was weird. Um, so gl- definitely glad he's okay. He needs to sit out anyway, I think, and and like recover from his knee injury. Because I mean, yeah. early in the year, I've just been watching him, and, and I started watching more and more. He's he's not. You can see him struggling. Yeah, he's not a dominant tackle. I mean, he's I mean, he's struggling. I think he should sit out and get healthy, you know, and wait till. Yeah. I mean, he got a long season. It's like week right. six. You know, he got still got a lot more games. You come back in the last five, six weeks by letting that, you know, doing some good, good rehab and, and everything like that and, and getting your head right and all that stuff, you know, so sit out like four or five weeks. I think it'll be good for yeah. him. Yeah, I agree. Now, Albert, I got a question though. If, if this were you, would you be able to do it? If you got cleared and they said, yeah, you can play, would you be able to say, you know what guys? No, I'm going to take look, a few weeks off and rehab a little bit better. If I look like crap, hell yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I had a little self evaluation. Hey, I appreciate I the honesty. If I if I'm not like effective <laughs> as like what I'm normally am or or close to being effective, yes. I mean, just because yeah. you all oh, your soldiering, I'm gonna be a soldier being out there and all that stuff, dude. Really, all, all you're doing is like, let's let's play devil's advocate here. Like he he's gonna be. Uh, I know he's got a big contract or whatever. I don't know how many years, but they can literally say like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna ask you for a pay cut, you know. We know these soldiers through it, but you know, just your performance wasn't there, and blah blah blah. And then you're like, "Well, I want to release." And then he goes get re- he gets released. And then who the hell wants to pick him up because he looks like like what he put on film? You get what I'm saying? They can they can use that in the business. Yeah, I do. In the business world of NFL football, that's what people don't think about. And I mean, that's what he's putting on film out there for 31 other teams, and he looked like yeah. yeah. And then I'm be like, "Oh, this guy's a warrior." He he was out there like no you gave up five sacks to one guy you know in one game so right and other you know in other games you just getting 
bulldoze and all that stuff like that. So, yeah, I think he should sit out and, and, and rehab and get better so he can put better stuff on film. Yeah, I think it I, I mean, if, I if it comes to the point where like you're detrimental to your team, I definitely it, you have to have a little bit of self realization and, and realize that sitting yeah. out might be for for the best, you know. Right. But what's Joe, what huge is Albert kind of brought this up. He just got paid, and ever since he got paid, the Titans have gotten literally like next to nothing in return for his play. Got suspended, yeah. then got hurt, and now got hurt again. Granted, sucks. You know, he's a fan favorite. But we spent a, sec- a second round draft pick on Dylan Raidens. I believe it was a second round pick. Yeah, second round. He's a left tackle. That is his natural position. If he gets a shot here and he shows that he can fill that void, you better believe the Titans are going to be looking to dump that contract of Taylor Lewan because he's the highest yep. paid guy on the team. And he's playing nowhere near being the top paid guy on the team. So he better hope for the sake of his wallet and his job that Raidens doesn't find a way to come in and take his job. Yeah. And I think Raidens has looked, I've liked how he's looked so far. I, I, mean, I go out on I liked him in the, say, in the draft process a lot. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, he's young, he's got a lot to learn. And um, I think that's something that we've seen with a lot of the guys that we drafted this year is people had a big question mark, unfortunately next to Caleb Farley who got hurt again, which feel horrible for him. But, um, you know, he all he showed me in, um, you know, week five against Jacksonville and then this last week against um, the Bills is he's very, very athletic and he knows. I think he knows what he's doing, but he just isn't comfortable in the NFL setting yet. But that's natural. I mean, that's going to happen your rookie year. So um, I think Dylan Raiden shows the same tendencies. He knows what he's doing. He's athletic. He's got the intangibles, um, but he just doesn't look 100 percent comfortable yet. Let him get comfortable and see how he looks. So I agree with what you're saying, Joe, because I think if he looks good, they're going to go, okay, our O-line's getting kind of older anyways. It's time to start shaking it up a little bit. And also I do want to speak on how the Kansas City offense kind of pairs up against the defense. I actually have a little bit more to say about the defense we can do the offense. I know it's kind of crazy. but Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm sure you all remember, what was it, two, three years ago when we knocked off Baltimore in the playoffs and everybody said, you can't figure out Lamar Jackson. Well, we figured out Lamar Jackson, and we kind of laid that blueprint for how teams are supposed to play Baltimore. Well, Tampa Bay kind of did the same thing for the league with Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Obviously, you can slow them down and you cannot stop them, but teams have figured out that if you take away the -the over-the-top game, you're going to force Patrick Mahomes into a position where he's less comfortable trying to make those short over-the-middle plays or make those hero plays and force into some interceptions and bad throws. So uh, Albert hit on it that pass rush is going to be crucial this week as long as our coaching staff is smart enough just to take away the deep game and force them to play underneath. And you're going to see guys get pressure to Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be a matter of taking him down and not letting him make those hero plays that he's so accustomed to making. Yeah, because, because he's going yeah. to try to scramble. I mean, he's going to try to extend the play. So that's a chance to make – you know, make the play. So he's going to hold the ball longer than three seconds. Right. They got to get, they got to get there. When you look at their offense and, you know, Garrett, I'm sorry if this offends you, they don't have a Julio Jones. They don't have a uh, a AJ Brown. Tyreek Hill is a great player, but he's a guy that's going to beat you with his speed. Uh, Michael Hardman, great guy. 
but I don't look at him as a, a threat to beat you like AJ Brown or Julio Jones can. So if you take away their speed aspect, that pretty much leaves you with having to take away Kelsey in the middle of the field, which is easier said than done. But right now, Kelsey's banged up. I've, I've watched the Chiefs last two weeks play, and it seems like both weeks he's gotten up with a new injury. So that's going to be the key this week. And I'm just really nervous to see if our DBs can take away the deep game. But it's really going to come down to the pressure that our uh, front four can get, front seven. Yeah. yeah. I'll just say that um, a couple things there. First off, uh, you know, a lot of people have said before that they've figured out the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the Buccaneers definitely did not demonstrate that because the Chiefs had five injured offensive linemen. I mean, if you can't, I mean, I guess if you're playing a terribly depleted Chiefs team, then yeah, you figured them out. Um, Buffalo kind of figured us out for one week last week. Um, you know, running the two high stuff, that is kind of a good trend. Um, Washington tried it again and didn't really work as well for them. So, uh, just kind of take it with a grain of salt that it's very hard to figure out this chiefs team, even if you know how to figure them out. And, uh, I, I will say, like you said, we don't have a Julio Jones or AJ Brown, but that's also not really what our offense is built around. We don't really have those, you know, we don't really need a receiver. Who's kind of like the bigger guy, a hands guy, who you know, dominates the point of the catch. Our whole offense is based around speed and release and getting separation on guys. And like, it's just crazy, crazy, creative route running and stuff. That's, I mean, it's, it's not Julio or AJ Brown, but I mean, Tyree kill first off, he is a very speedy guy, but he will win in a lot of different ways. He's got some height to him. He can jump, he can catch uh, the past few weeks. He hasn't, hasn't had the best hands. Uh, I will admit that maybe we need to fix his gloves. We've talked about that on, on our episode, maybe get some different gloves, Tyreek. Um, but overall, yeah, it's just, our offense is a little bit different like that and obviously like you said t- Travis Kelsey it's hard, super hard to take him out of the game period I mean you can't cover him with the linebacker so that's kind of out of the picture he has been banged up the past couple weeks but also he's put up almost 100 yards the past two weeks as well in each game so even banged up Travis Kelsey is still insanely good and hard to cover uh, so I don't know it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see it's just if it's really like I said Ultimately, it's just going to come down to the the front four getting pressure. If you can get pressure on Mahomes, then you have a lot better chance. That's pretty much the I would say that's the closest method to figuring out Mahomes is just getting pressure on him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I so agree. Ta- I so say- talking about Mahomes, you know, I, I kind of want to get your input. So all but one game, Mahomes has had an interception this year, and three out of those games that he had an interception, he's thrown at least two. So what what do you think that teams are doing to get him to make those bad decisions? Well, first off, pressure. Yeah. Well, first off, a lot of those interceptions, like the majority of them, have not been on Mahomes. Like three or four of them have been off the off the hands of receivers slash dropped. Uh, we saw one last week, which is his worst one, where he fumbled the snap and then kind of just tossed it up. But ultimately, like if we're being and I'm trying to like it sounds really biased, but if we're being honest about it, if you look at the interceptions, a lot of them really aren't his fault. Uh, are kind of just fluky in a way. Now, not to say that, I mean, it is a consistent problem. And our whole team has just had this weird, like, turnover bug where we keep on fumbling it. Like, we had a fumble last week, too, Miko Hardman. So, I don't know. It's just, we have this weird thing where we're getting these random kind of fluky interceptions and turnovers that are definitely hurting us. But also, like, in most of the games besides the Bills game, we've had all these turnovers and we've still been within a score at the end. So, it's kind of one of those things where, like, uh, our defense, if they step up enough, I mean, 
we had three turnovers versus Washington and we pitched a shutout on defense in the second half. So it's kind of one of those things where if our defense is kind of getting into the rhythm more of stepping up and, and uh, taking the challenge and even, you know, as bad as our defense has been, they've actually been pretty good on the other side of our uh, turnovers. Um, it's just kind of the other drives that have kind of killed them, but I don't know. It's it's kind of a fluky thing. I, I probably wouldn't be surprised if he threw an interception or two this game, um, but it's kind of just the thing where the Chiefs are going to power through it. Yeah, and something I was going to say too is, uh, I, Joe, I appreciate your optimism here, but I don't feel like anybody has truly figured out the Chiefs yet. I was going to jump in there and say that um, because in the Super Bowl they were banged up. Um, now I think you got to run the Bucks their credit. I mean, they, they did an excellent job, but you guys do have a brand new offensive line pretty much. And they look really, really sharp. And that's what I'm nervous for. Cause that's, uh, I think we've talked about this several times over the course of a couple of seasons is the way that you beat Patrick Mahomes is pressure with the front four. But if your offensive line looks the way they've been looking, it's gonna be very, very hard to get pressure without doing some funny stuff. But when you do some funny stuff, then Patrick Mahomes really gets to show who he is. So it's a um, it's a hard place to be as um, the tight. I don't pit, I do not envy Shane Bowen's job this week because that's a hard, hard job to game plan or it's a hard team to game plan for. Um, I do think that Garrett, you're right about y'all's offensive identity is very different than like what ours is. Like we're very like you're gonna Structure. feel us when you leave Nissan because we've got big physical guys. Um, obviously Derrick Henry, but AJ and Julio are huge and physical as well. And our tight ends are pretty, they're pretty big too. Um, so our, our guys have more of that. Your receivers a little bit more streaky, do some flashy stuff and, um, and they're very hard to keep up with. So it's a completely different offense. Um, and I don't think that we are, I don't think we have the roster to, to run with your receivers. So you heard it here first. I'm nervous as hell for Sunday. <laughs> I will say because though, of that. Yeah, I will say the one other guy to look out for on your defense, Harold Landry might have a really good game just because I hope uh, so. Because he's more of a, a speed guy, an outside guy. I mean, he can win in a bunch of different ways, but he's definitely a more athletic defensive end. And one, one downside of Orlando Brown this season, he's been a great tackle for us. Um, but it's just the speed guys can kind of get around him. And, and to his credit, he wins just like kind of ugly. A lot of the time he'll kind of just drive guys yeah. around the, you know, the apex a lot and kind of force Mahomes to step up. But speed on the offensive line, it kind of seems to be the best method so far to, to get any kind of pressure. And we saw Miles Garrett and Joey Bosa obviously do some good, great things, but those guys are just freaks. So. Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, it's if they can get going, yeah. I think it might be a good game. I think you're going to see Jeff take two or three blockers, and you're going to see guys flash on the outside because, like, that's that's all he's been able to do, which isn't a bad thing. But um, again, just frustrated because I think a four three would be a lot more productive with our our guys that we have on the roster. But again, not getting paid for this, so whatever. Um, but with what we do right now, I think that that's our our strategy to win the the trenches battle. And it is what it is, and it it's worked, and it worked well against the Bills. So I don't know; it'll it'll definitely be interesting. But guys, do you guys have any like hot takes you want to put out there? Anything you want to throw out there at the end of the episode before we wrap it up for everybody? I don't know. It's, I think it's just going to be a good game, and on, honestly, I'm super nervous because of Patrick Mahomes. Period. Like if he he turns, you know, he wakes up, you know, this is the season going. He wakes up and start playing. Like 
like I know and have we've seen him play, we're going to have a long day. Um, like, again, I mean, if we go out to try to blitz him and all that stuff, the scores could get out of hand. I mean, yeah. we're going we're gonna to keep it close with the run, but then if they start stopping Derrick Herring for a few series and Patrick goes out there and turns those things into points, it's going to be a long day because I don't think once we let that let that Tiger free in Kansas City offense, I don't think we can catch him. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Joe? You want a hot take? I'll give you a hot take. Titans okay. 514 plus. Say what now? Titans by 14 plus. Wow. Man. Man, Man what do you want, Joe? <laughs> Garrett's like, this guy right here. <laughs> um, are you putting money on that? I just want to know. I can. Ooh, might as well. Yeah, that's, that's why there's insanely good odds. You might as well. Right. Yeah, that's what so about much. you, Garrett? Uh, hot take. I think, you know, there's a chance that Derrick Henry is held for under 100 yards this game. I think there's a solid Ooh. chance because I will say one thing we didn't really talk about, but Chris Jones is coming back. Uh, he's been out the right. past two games. And uh, not only is he coming back, but he's coming back at defensive tackle, reportedly, which he's been playing defensive end a lot this season, mostly because we have no other defensive ends on the roster, really. Um but he's coming back as defensive tackle this week, reportedly. And uh, we have a rookie linebacker, uh, Nick Bolton, who is supposed to be kind of a traditional Mike linebacker, a downhill guy. Um, I'm excited okay. to see what he can do versus Derrick Henry. It's a very tall task of a rookie to, to handle Derrick Henry, obviously. But he's just that's the mold that he's supposed to be, basically. Like He's not really okay. a, a coverage guy like you see in a lot of these linebackers nowadays. He's supposed to be a downhill like Mike linebacker, like a true Mike linebacker. So I'm just curious to see that if we can kind of get, uh, you know, Derrick Henry stopped a few times. And if you guys go down, you know, a, a score to you know, early in the game. Yeah. You might, you might be held to under hundred. So. Shit. They still want to run the ball. That's, hot take. That's their whole. Yeah, they will. <laughs> it is. It is. I don't but it. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll write that one down and we'll talk after the game on Sunday. Cause that's, that's interesting. I didn't know you guys had him coming up. So if I, rookies freak me out with stuff like that because if you get thrown in a situation like that where it's like if he makes a name for himself by stopping derrick henry exactly that's how he's looking at it so um i guess i can't say i have no hot takes but if i have a hot take he's gonna get run over yeah he'll probably get run over jeffrey simmons probably no no that no stop stop i wouldn't be surprised at least once but yes everyone gets run over so it's you know no 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 everybody i guess this really isn't I guess this really isn't a hot take, but I think our pass rush is really going to struggle more than people anticipate. And I think it's going to cause our entire defense to struggle, which I don't want to see, but I do think it's probably going to happen. So um, that's what I've got. But if anybody has any closing thoughts, you can jump in now. But I think that was was great. Garrett, thank you so much for coming on and talking Chiefs with us and and providing a little insight on stuff that we don't know that much about um, because that's your team. So you're going to know a little bit better than we are. So it was great having you here, Albert, Joe. It's always a pleasure. Um, We always close our show by saying tighten up. So tighten up, Garrett. (laughs) And the home of the Chiefs. You're going to hear that. (laughs) See y'all in Nashville. At noon on Sunday. Tighten up, everybody.
side ball up and caught. Is it inbounds? Yes! Touchdown Titans! Johnu Smith tips it to himself! What 